Welcome to the Write, Sell, Succeed podcast, where it's all about the message you convey that compels your customers to pay. And now, here's your host, Gloria Rand. Welcome to Write, Sell, Succeed. I am Gloria Rand, your host of the podcast, and I'm delighted that you have joined me again today. Um, today I wanted to talk a little bit about your website and because your website is clearly one of your most important marketing tools that you have out there to be able to get your message out. It, you know, most likely you are using it to sell products and services, but if you are, if you don't have visitors spending a lot of time and taking action on your website, um, then all the time and money you've spent to create this is going to go for nothing. And that's not a good thing, <laughs> right? Absolutely not. So one thing I recommend that you do is to, number one, install some sort of analytics program uh, like like Google. Google's has a free analytics tool that you can do, but I know I've also worked with clients in the past who have whatever, um, however their website has been built on what platform, sometimes uh, maybe the, the hosting company provides their own analytics or the web designer provides their own analytics, but whatever you want, however you want to do it, you need to be able to track and monitor your bounce rate. Now, what a bounce rate is, is basically tells you how how fast people are, are like, leaving your website once they go there. So for instance, a high bounce rate indicates that the information on the web page, you know, wasn't, wasn't relevant to the visitor. It didn't interest them or whatever, whatever reason. When they got to that, they said, Oh, no, this is not what I want. And they leave right away. So the key <laughs> to being able to keep people on your website then is to be able to have as low a bounce rate as you possibly can. So I'm going to share with you um, four different uh, factors, I guess, or four different ways, things you need to keep in mind that will help you to be able to keep visitors from bouncing off your website. Now, the first one is page load speed. Uh, you've got to make sure that your website loads quickly because if it takes longer than, you know, five to eight seconds to load... Most people are going to hit the back button on their keyboard and they're going to go find another site to visit. I know I have, I have run into this where I've like, you know, gone through Google, I've searched, I found something that sounds promising of, of whatever it was I was looking for and I hit the link and then I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and it's like, oh, okay, forget it, you know. So you don't want people to do that when they come to your website. Now, things that can affect this page load speed are having a lot of flash effects on your website. So, you know, flash is this type of, uh, type of programming that helps to create, um, some cool effects. I mean, it, you can use it to like load fancy pictures or graphics and images and things like that. Um, but if you've got a lot of that, that can really slow down your website. Also, too many images on one page can slow things down as well because, you know, those images have to take time to load because they've been, they've been uploaded onto, you know, your software. And then when someone wants to see it, again, they have to take time to display. 
And the same thing, images that are too large. Um, it's very important to make sure that your images are actually um, the right size for the website. Um, so you need to be able to find out and, uh, you know, talk to your web designer and make sure that you've got the right size images on there so that they're not too big, that they're going to take up so much time. The other thing is large video files as well. I mean, video is great to have on your website, don't get me wrong, but sometimes it can slow things down. So you want to be mindful of that as well. Now, the second factor to keep in mind, of course, is content. <laughs> you don't want to have boring content or, or content that is overloaded with certain words or phrases that are just there for search engine ranking. You know, that's, that's what they call keyword stuffing. So you don't want to do that because that's going to turn people off quickly. Instead, your website needs to have well-written content that is relevant to your visitors' needs. It has to answer your question, your, your visitors' questions, your customers' questions, um, and make it easy to understand. And, and that's why I've talked in the past uh, about following the golden rule of blogging is that your customers ask, you answer. So whatever questions they have about your particular products and services, those are the types of, that information is golden to be able to have on your website because it's going to help you to be able to demonstrate your authority and people are going to really appreciate the information you have and that's going to make them much more inclined to want to do business with you. So you definitely want to pay attention to content. Hmm. Pardon me. It's a little chilly this morning, so I'm taking a, a, a sip of tea <laughs> as, as I go on here today. Um, okay, so uh, the third factor to keep in mind is usability. Websites need an easy navigation structure <clears throat> with common names that people expect to see like about us, like contact us. I've, I've seen some some websites where people get a little, oh, kind of creative and, and call these things by different names, but then it's just can be confusing to people too because then they're not quite sure that this has the information they want. So make sure you still use those common terms. Another thing to be mindful of is the font. The actual font type that you're using, the type of characters on your website Make sure it's easy to read. And this is very important, especially if your target audience is older, <laughs> like say over 45, you know, baby boomers and, and things like that. You want to make sure that it's big. <laughs> I mean, okay, granted, we can pinch our screens now and enlarge it, you know, because a lot of people are read are going to be reading your website on a mobile phone, which is another thing you need to make sure too, is make sure your phone, your website is optimized for mobile. But, it, you know, why make them go through that those hoops? Just make the font big enough to read anyway, uh, and then you're going to be fine. And also make sure that the coloring is good too. Now, I, I see lots of websites that think it's really cool to have this white type on a black or dark colored background. Um, and frankly, it drives me nuts I don't like it. It's hard to read. And and you know what? It's not just me, folks. Okay. There have been usability studies that have shown it's much easier to read black type on a white or light colored background. So if you've got a web designer who's, you know, telling you, oh, it's going to look so cool and great having this black background, fight. 
Okay. Especially if you are trying to sell products and services. Now, if you just have an information site or you're just doing a fun website for your personal, then have at it, you know, have fun, go for it. But if this is for business, if it's for business, then it needs to be something that you can have people read easily. The last factor is, again, this is something that you probably need to, unless you are savvy with web design, you probably want to let your web designer look into this, but it deals with coding errors. So it's important to make sure that your website doesn't have any errors with the code. And there, one thing you can check is there's what's called an HTML validator. So if you have HTML code, you can check it because sometimes sometimes you get errors in the code and they can cause web pages to actually not display right in major browsers like Firefox and Chrome. So, and it's going to increase the loading time as well of your website. So in addition, the other good thing you want to be able to check is once you do have clean code, if you do have something break down the line, it's going to be a lot easier to return to that original document if you add a design, you know, if you've got a design element that winds up causing errors. You, once you get it cleaned up first, it's going to be a lot easier to go back to that. So I hope you uh, keep these things in mind. And like I said, check, check your analytics, see what's going on. And if you find some pages aren't doing right, take a look at them. Try to figure out what's wrong. Are there too many images? Is, does the content need to be improved? And then work with your web designer and, and get things straightened out so that you can have a much better um, process going forward and, and have a great website. So um, that's going to do it for uh, this edition. And of course, I also encourage you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And that way you don't miss out on any future episodes. And as always, I encourage you as well to uh, talk with me on um, social media. You know, I'd love to connect with you on Twitter or uh, uh, Facebook. So you can find me at Gloria Rand. And use the hashtag WriteSellSucceed. And I would love to speak with you or find out what you have to say anyway. So until next time, this is Gloria Rand for WriteSellSucceed. And I am wishing all of you much peace, love, and prosperity. Thanks for listening to the Write, Sell, Succeed podcast. Want more information? Visit GloriaRand.com. And don't forget to follow Gloria on Twitter at GloriaRand. Let Gloria know you're listening. Use the hashtag WriteSellSucceed. Succeed.